February 23rd, Judges chapter 16, verses 23 through 31. Now the lords of the Philistines gathered to offer a great sacrifice to Dagon their god, and to rejoice. And they said, Our god has given Samson our enemy into our hand. And when the people saw him, they praised their god. For they said, Our god has given our enemy into our hand, the ravager of our country, who has killed many of us. And when their hearts were merry, they said, Call Samson, that he may entertain us. So they called Samson out of the prison, and he entertained them. They made him stand between the pillars. And Samson said to the young man who held him by the hand, Let me feel the pillars on which the house rests, that I may lean against them. Now the house was full of men and women. All the lords of the Philistines were there, and on the roof there were about three thousand men and women who looked on while Samson entertained. Then Samson called to the Lord and said, O Lord God, please remember me and please strengthen me only this once, O God, that I may be avenged on the Philistines for my two eyes. And Samson grasped the two middle pillars on which the house rested, and he leaned his weight against them, his right hand on the one and his left hand on the other. And Samson said, Let me die with the Philistines. Then he bowed with all his strength, and the house fell upon the lords and upon all the people who were in it. So the dead whom he killed at his death were more than those whom he had killed during his life. Then his brothers and all his family came down and took him and brought him up and buried him between Zorah and Eshtel in the tomb of Manoah his father. He had judged Israel twenty years. Salvation in Death, Miles V. Van Pelt He was a Nazarite from birth and for life. He was empowered by the Spirit of the Lord to judge and save Israel in the darkest of days. He was misunderstood by his family, betrayed by women, and given over into the hands of the enemy. He was raised up by God, a Savior of the people, but the people would not have him. Samson was born into this world to suffer and die in order to show God's people the cost of their salvation and the power of his grace. The text is clear. Samson's greatest victory came with his death. Consider how the New Testament reflects upon Samson and some of his fellow judges. They were men who through faith conquered kingdoms, enforced justice, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the power of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, were made strong out of weakness, became mighty in war, put foreign armies to flight. Hebrews chapter 11, verses 33 to 34. And why would men like this endure hardship, mocking, imprisonment, and even death? So that they might rise again to a better life. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 35. In other words, they recognize that they, like us, are aliens and strangers on this earth, citizens of an eternal kingdom yet to be revealed. The key to this life is found in the next life. And so let us embrace the testimony of Samson and run the race now set before us. How, you ask? By looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, 
who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. Like Samson, Jesus suffered many things, was rejected by his people, and was handed over to the enemy. And like Samson again, Jesus' greatest victory came in death. But unlike Samson, Jesus rose from the grave in order that he might impart life to his people. If you long for the power of this resurrection life, then embrace the death of this ultimate judge who has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 10.